Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. Are you looking to go solar? Well, MTE's Pro Solar Program is committed to educating members on the process and helping them achieve their renewable energy goals. You can learn more about Pro Solar and get a free consultation at mte.com slash prosolar. Well, we've got Dawn Roberts joining us today. She is the executive director of the Beasley Animal Clinic and uh, Foundation and all things Beasley and... uh, Dawn, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. And you you braved the rain today, so thanks. I did. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh coming down. It was pretty bad last night. Yeah, the the wind. It seems like we've had a lot of windy storms for the summertime. It really has. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. we're used to rain and thunderstorms and pop-ups, but anyway, it's uh it's it's been an interesting time. I I, I know the dogs in our house do not like the thunder. <laughs> No, and most most dogs do like it makes it interesting the rain and the weather for my staff, you know, because we're doing everything curbside. So they're outside. And then, you know, this morning it was thundering and lightning when we were checking in surgery patients, which makes them a little bit more nervous than normal. Oh, so, yeah, I guess yeah. that does. Doesn't yeah. It? Uh, I'm sure the clinic is just busy all the time. We are. We're extremely busy. So that's a good thing. But I know and we just have to say thanks for all of our clients being patient and understanding if there's wait times and waiting in to try to get appointments and everything like that. We're just, you know, we're we're doing what we can to help as many people as we can. Yeah, I I know it's got to be a a definite challenge and uh, but uh, your your services are obviously very much needed. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So we're glad we're very very glad we can be here in the community. Um, we, it's been a while since we've done this, and uh, you know I, I like to remind people, and I have to remind myself that not everybody is from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and was born and raised here. We have so many new people moving in, so there may be some that are unfamiliar with the Beasley Animal Clinic and and the foundation. So maybe a couple of minutes on on what that is and and just explain to uh, our new listeners out there. Okay, great. Well, um, the Beasley Foundation um, has been around for like 43 years here in Rutherford County. Our clinic opened up in 1992. Our clinic is uh, a specialty spay and neuter clinic, um, affordable cost, um, and then we do preventative wellness. Um, We do vaccination clinics every day. Um, So, you know, we encourage all pet owners to still have a full service vet because you know they need to keep up with that and when your pet gets injured or sick that's not something that we can do but we certainly um you know we promote spaying and neutering to help with the pet overpopulation and then you know our vaccination preventive keeps pets healthy foundation we also have a community outreach program where the need is definitely increased. Um, We provide vaccinations free of charge to um, senior citizens, those facing homelessness. Um, We've done three clinics already this year um, to provide free vaccinations to their dogs and cats to keep them healthy. And then um, our biggest community outreach is our dog and cat food distributions. We have about 10 um, distribution partners where we will give them dog and cat food to hand out to humans um, so they don't have to forego their own meal to ensure that their pets eat. And then we have also done and added distribution events at our clinic as well. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And for folks who are 
trying to think well what as an example um meals on wheels meals on wheels um a first united methodist in woodbury um greenhouse ministries nourish food bank are some of our partners so um when we hold a clinic uh a distribution event at our clinic it'll be on our website our facebook page and things like that and and what you've found out and what we have found out over the the years is that uh if if someone in a lower income situation is is having food um they're often foregoing the food for themselves and feeding their animals absolutely yeah i mean owners want to do the best they can for their animals and so yeah they will forgo or give them part of their meal and then they're not getting the right nutrition and the animals for certainly are not getting the right nutrition well that's uh, obviously a big help and i'm i'm sure if they needed to uh, find out more information about that, they could call the, the clinic. Yeah, or our website is the BeasleyAnimalFoundation.org, and that has all our pr- services, programs, um, ways to donate. You know, we stay affordable because of the community support and donations and things like that. So we can stay affordable to help those that have limited resources. Very good. Um, well, Dawn, uh, we're going to talk cats today, I hear, right? Yes, yes. We always seem to kind of, you know, for, you know, everything lots of dog talk so i thought about cats cats are wonderful pets they're certainly different than dogs um but you know they do make good companions and you know family members for those out there and there's just you know there's just things that people need to be aware of if they're not aware of what you know how cats operate well if um if you think about men are from mars women are from venus it could be the same thing said about dogs and cats right they're they're totally different and uh rarely do you see a dog person that's a cat person and vice versa yeah right yeah yeah (laughs) either you've got your cat people that absolutely love cats have a lot of cats and then you know the dog people are you know they care about their pups yeah yeah so uh cats today so you're going to help us uh with some uh, tips maybe here to have a healthy happy cat in the household yeah yeah so um our friend um pam johnson bennett she's a best-selling author and cat behaviorist um she just you know provides some tips on you know always the best environment for a cat is indoors i mean life out on the streets for a cat is very difficult um you know they can get pregnant at five months old and then three months three weeks after giving birth they can get pregnant again so um, they've got predators and everything out there so this is kind of focusing on how you can you know give your uh, cat a good environment inside indoors where it's safe from all the you know the dangers out there you know they are one two they're curious adventurous and playful so you know you need to have a enriching environment you know have vertical territory that they can climb other than your curtains so nice scratch (laughs) posts or you know i've seen really cool places where they'll put like little stepping stones on their wall so cats can crawl up the wall on the different platforms you know they have to have hiding places definitely scratching surfaces other than your couch or your chairs and then just you have to be positive when you're training them um this will you know you got to keep them mentally and physically engaged to keep them happy and And, stress-free and you know cats are um their attitude toward people is is it's kind of different because you know if they if they're coming up they rub against you and whatnot but there, there's going to come a time in that when you're showing that affection that they they want to be alone and by themselves then right, right? yeah and that's the, you know that's another tip you have to understand their choice and consent i mean it's going to be it's their choice if they want to have engage in any activity or any you know um uh 
petting or anything like that and you just need to kind of be aware of their body language and understand that yeah just because they're rubbing up on your leg doesn't necessarily mean that you need to go quickly down and grab them because it's got to be their choice and my cats do the same thing i mean yeah. they are rather hang out with my husband than with me so you know i just have to realize that you know they'll come to me when they're ready for me to give them any attention and consent you'd always just let them be the ones to kind of say hey it's okay yeah you can go ahead and pet me today or hey i need to just be left alone and and go and do my own thing that's why those cat posts and you know pads scratch pads are are important that that's the way they it's a natural instinct they need to be stimulated climbing that kind of thing so it's important to have that in their environment absolutely and that's i mean positive training works with cats discipline and punishment does not work you'll just make them more fearful more stressed out so yeah if they're look for ways that you can kind of redirect this activity that's just natural to them scratching get those scratching posts you know good cardboard you know platforms is good for you know horizontal scratching um you know boxes i mean cardboard boxes are like the best thing you know the cats seem to enjoy that and just toys that you know you know they can you can have a toy that you can engage with them to play and I mean their attention spans not very quickly so I mean leave limit it to about 10 minutes and they'll be ready to go and find their hiding place and take a nap yeah yeah uh we've got dawn roberts with us today we're giving you some uh tips on uh having healthy and happy cats at the home the the litter box is very important isn't it yes it is yeah um you know you want to make sure that you know you have a litter box it needs to be you know kind of um easily accessible you clean it regularly um and then you know not every cat is going to like the same litter box so you know, if you have a multi-house cat um, household, you're going to probably you need to have a litter box for every cat. And there is um, suggestions that, that you have one extra one for like if you have five cats, you should have six litter boxes. Mm. One cat might use one that's more shallow. One might use the one that's covered. So you just kind of have to kind of realize what cat prefers and kind of make sure that you have that set up to so that they learn properly to use a litter box and don't, you know, do it on the floor or mm -hmm. elsewhere and very rarely do they share litter boxes they kind of pick their own right Right, absolutely yeah, yeah. every cat's going to be different so um let's see body language we already kind of talked a little bit about that but cats are learning the body language and, and each cat is individual but there are some some key body language things to look out for. yeah watch their ears um you know if it if their ears are flat against their head, you just kind of need to just be very slow and gentle and just might maybe, if it's a, your cat at home, it might be just like, hey, I just need to be left alone at the time. Tail movement, um, if the tail is fluffy, it could be they're stressed, excited, or something like that. That causes you know d you to be kind of a little bit more gentle. But you'll get to know your cat, understand, look at their body language, and then you'll soon learn that you know what kind of signal they're giving you. And just to kind of also go back to the to the point that they're they're in charge, not uh, you. Absolutely, <laughs> yes, yes. That, that's uh, that that's always uh, a biggie. Now, um, what about socialization? If if you bring a cat into an environment, maybe you have more cats, or maybe even dogs too. Yeah, I mean, just like dogs, I mean, your cats are going to need to be socialized. They're going to need. They're going to probably come around a lot slower than a dog for humans, um, for other pets. Um, I know my cats when we have 
uh, friends or family over, they go and hide. And it just takes them a while. Once they learn the voice and the same person comes around, they slowly come out. But it's going to take them a little bit longer. Um, but, it, you know, it's good to socialize them so that they can get along with another cat that's in the house with their dogs or with the other humans and you just need to do it slowly um you know if you're bringing a new cat into it you need to separate them introduce them slowly they could start smelling each other and then kind of just extend the amount of time that they're around each other you you can't really force that Uh, no you can't yeah because i mean it's you, that's where you have to know your cat and it might be hard really understanding the new cat but understand your old cat and kind of see what their what limits you can push and you don't want to over push them and they'll learn to you know to at least tolerate each other yeah uh, for a cat that you've had for a while that's their territory and a- someone else is in absolutely it and that's why it's important that you know if you have multiple cats just make sure there's lots of little places that each cat can go and kind of claim as their core area where they can go and retreat go and you know rest and nap because cats do sleep a lot but um and then kind of they have their own little area so they don't have to share it with somebody and uh, are our cats pretty good about what once they assimilate with their their pack i don't know if you call it a pack or not with cats but uh, w- once they're with their their group it's it, they they pretty much do their own thing but they're around each other okay right? yes yeah yeah like my two cats i mean they know each other's there they don't really play a whole lot and i've seen other cats that kind of they just do their own thing and you know kittens yeah it's good to have more than one kitten because then they learn how to play they learn how to socialize they know how to interact with others um but older cats tend to kind of you know some of them you know there's some that are just like dogs and stuff that you know they love to be around dogs and cats and things like that but you know for the most part cats are kind of just they do their own thing yeah and um if you get a cat that is maybe more mature than a kitten you've really got to learn a lot about them and you don't know maybe their background and what they've been through that kind of thing right yeah yeah, yeah. i mean a kitten is going to have a lot more energy you want to play a lot more so that's kind of where you have to kind of know that you cannot just put this kitten in with your older cat because it's going to take some time for the old cat to get used to it um any um final thoughts here well, basically just, you know, you, cats, you have to have a regular um, relationship with a vet. They need to have an annual checkup. They are very stoic animals, and they will hide illness and pain very, very well, almost to the pack that once you can tell something's wrong, it is very serious. So, you know, there's just make sure you talk with your vet about the vaccinations they think they, that your cat needs based on, you know, if they're inside, outside, inside, um, you know, and just what preventatives, flea and tick. Um, you know, some, um, you know, vets do heartworms for cats and things like that, but it really is good that you really do need to stay on top of the dentals and the, the vet checks because they are, they will hide their illness very well. And, and spay and neuter, because like I said, uh, one female cat can end up with a lot of kittens very, very quickly when they can get pregnant at three weeks after giving birth. And trips to the vet are, are kind of an adventure with cats sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And that's like I said, just, you know, if you know you're going to have to go to a vet, stick a cat carrier, put their favorite toy, their food, get them used to knowing it. So it's not like the morning of the vet, you're stash throwing them and pushing <laughs> them into something that they're not, they're not comfortable or they don't know. Yeah, very good uh, information there. And um, 
Uh, so if you're considering a cat, these are some very good tips. Uh, if you have one and you just don't understand how to get through to that uh, teenage cat, you know. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's uh, cat behaviorists out there, and you know they just reach out, and your vet can offer you some suggestions as well. Very good. Well, I appreciate you stopping in, Don. Thank Thanks. you so much, Brian. Don Roberts with the Beasley Animal Foundation and Clinic joining us today on Rutherford Issues, and uh, you can search him up online.